<laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. That is so funny. <laughs> and good morning, everyone. And welcome to the Old Things SR podcast. Happy birthday, Leslie. Why, thank you, Pam. I'm hoping to have a president for my birthday. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> well, and welcome to the land of the uh, forever-ending countdown. <laughs> for those of you it's... outside the U.S. who are waiting patiently or impatiently, however it may be, for our next president <laughs> to be announced. <laughs> it's, uh, you know what, honestly, it made me just so happy <laughs> that... Um, so many people participated in our elections. The U.S. has a very low participation rate in elections Mm -hmm. um, compared to some other countries uh, around the world. Um, And I just, I I was always upset about that. And Mm -hmm. I'm glad that we had more participation this year um, than many, many uh, years in recent memory. So great to see Samia on. Hello, Hello, Samia. Samia, welcome. The doppelganger has returned to the podcast. (laughs) Oh, I hope you're doing well, Samia. It's lovely to see you. There's so many of you on right now. Ashley, Annabelle, good Mm -hmm. afternoon. Lauren, our our other Pennsylvania, Uh, one of our other Pennsylvanians, I think, and Ashley too, yes, if I'm recalling. uh Or is Ashley in in Maryland? Ashley's in in Northeastern. And so is Lauren. I know, I know, and I'm hoping our friend KK can join as well. I'm hoping um, so, too. I see Betty, and Betty, thank you for birthday greetings for my 25th uh, birthday. <laughs> 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 that would be a good trick. That would be a good trick. Although I'm... I think I feel like I'm 25. Well, you know, you're, you're, you're <laughs> counting it for what, the second time? <laughs> That's right. That's right. As as um, as my friends deemed, I'm 50 wonderful this year. So I'm turning 51 today. Congratulations. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Samia says, proud of you, doppelganger. Way to go, Philadelphia. <laughs> hey, you know, Philadelphia was where the uh, Constitution was written and the Declaration of Independence was written. And isn't it ironic that it's Philadelphia that's really going to be deciding what goes on in Pennsylvania because of the amount of the uh, votes there. And the birth pe- the birthplace of uh, American independence will be the resurrection of American independence again. It's, it's very, very exciting. And I see Franca is on, and um, Franca had noted, she had placed a note about um, not being here uh, last week. And she says, I just had it and I lost it. Um, Hi, ladies. Not sure what time the chat starts now that you have. I'll change your clocks. We don't in South Africa. So I guess the chat will only start at 4 p.m. my time now. (laughs) Um, So she had come in a little early, Mm -hmm. but I know she also sent another message and I'm finding here it is. Hello, Pam, Leslie and all the lovely ladies who have already joined. Sorry, I've missed a good few weeks for several reasons. The last two have been rather emotional as her beloved dad died on the night of her birthday and her daughter, who lives 6,000 miles away in the UK, was COVID positive. She felt so helpless, so far away from her. Thank God she is well after her two weeks of self-isolation. 
but now is in the four-week lockdown in the UK. I was so very sorry to read about Nina's dad, too. I just want this year to be over. Uh, Yes. And Franca, just our condolences. I'm so sad about your father. And hugs. Um, I I know it's stressful caring for um, loved ones who are far away. Um, But just know that we're all here um, to support you and your family and each other because that's one of the one of the beautiful things about this community we all do um we all need each other and we all help each other um get through the rough times so i'm uh, that we do and you know one of the things that sr has said um is that you know if we could remember nina and her family and her prayers and thoughts it would be appreciated also if you could find a you know if you want to purchase a copy of her uh, book that's due out Tuesday that would help support her. Uh, you know, and, he, and one of the things he's always grateful for is the support of the readers and how no matter where we are in, in the, um, where we are in the world, we all seem to get together and we all get involved with ourselves and with, you know, either in a podcast or in the reading groups. And it's, it makes everybody, it gives everybody a little lift and, feels like we're all connected so i think i think i think that's a good thing to do uh so we can have fun and laugh a few times if we need to absolutely absolutely it's so important right mm -hmm. it is it is and uh so that you know so we're all looking forward to 2021 (laughs) yes i hope and in in mm-hmm. fact, um, what I wanted to do is pull up, or I, I'll put a link in the, <clears throat> I just did a quick link grab um, from the page book series in order. Okay. Uh, Nina's books are in order if you haven't read the series on that chart, and they are there are links to places to buy them, including her um, latest uh, novella, um, which I'm very excited to read from Hope Lake with Love. Mm-hmm. And, they're, and they're, they're really good. I, I enjoyed reading all of them, and I hope uh, you all, um, if you haven't read them, you can too. And also, I think with her books, um, you know, she a lot of her passion for civic engagement and politics um, kind of come through in her books in terms mm-hmm. of showing how important it is for people to participate and care about each other in the community and to vote. Mm-hmm. Um, those messages kind of do come through in that series. So um, if, if you want a little more insight into why you, uh, if you see her on Twitter or Facebook, why she's so passionate um, about politics, uh, it's kind of fun to see uh, that side of her come through mm-hmm. Um and not in a partisan way, in a let's get involved and uh, everyone's vote counts kind of way. Right. That's exactly right. But we all know where politics lay. <laughs> yes. If you see any of her, her uh, tweets, you know, um, you know what side of the spectrum she's on. Absolutely. But for me, I really just, I'm really happy when I see people vote, even if they don't agree, it's al- we're allowed to disagree. That's part of being a citizen of our country. That's um, true. so it's, it's just really, really important. And Annabelle noted that she loved Roman crazy. One of Nina's books. She'll definitely check out the others. They're yeah, really lovely. They, they, Annabelle. Are, they are. 
And Marcello <laughs> for Mom and Crazy is very special. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and Lauren says, Annabelle Leslie introduced me to Roman Crazy, and I am obsessed. <laughs> you are welcome. I, I, I've waxed poetic about that before, that I just think uh, Passion Flicks needs to option that story. And you all know who I think should be Marcello. Mm-hmm. Mr. Baruti, I think it's enough of a it's enough of a switch of characters from our beloved Gabriel. Um, I think he would be fantastic as Marcello. I Absolutely. think he he would really bring that character to life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as, as Lauren says, Marcello, hard eyes. hard eyes. Oh my gosh, you're not kidding. I swoon every time I read that. And that's one of that, that's one of the books that I will go back to. Um, and it's really, really lovely when you just mm-hmm. want a little getaway, a little vacation um, to Italy. And to um, Rome. <laughs> I don't know, Claudia, I'm curious if you ever read that, what you think of it as someone who is Italian. I don't know if um, you've had a chance to read that story called Roman Crazy with Nina Bacci and Alice Clayton. But I'd be curious if you read it, what you thought of it. Absolutely. Um, so there is one other little note that uh, SR sent over, and then that is to wish you a very happy birthday. Aww. And he has, as he hopes, you have a great day. And thank you for all your hard work on the All Things SR podcast and for bringing people together. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. Thank you, SR. So, but yeah, it, he's, uh, he's it's been... It's really he, his fault, though. It is his fault. <laughs> It's all his fault. It's all his books and all his craziness and with the people in the groups. So that's why it's so much fun. <laughs> it is why it's so much fun. I would not have found you or all of you without SR. That's true. And all the, the hijinks we've had. It's been great. Hijinks? Um, Do we have hijinks and shenanigans we, that go on? We might, <laughs> we might have hijinks and shenanigans. Oh, and Franca, I, I love your um, suggestion. Uh, about the actor who is Marcello in Under a Tuscan oh, Sky yeah. would also be perfect. I can't think of his name either, but yes. Uh, hold yes. on, hold on. My handy phone's available. I can look him up on IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> Pam is on it. I am on it. I, As everybody knows me, I, my phone is always available to look things up. <laughs> <laughs> and Annabelle's saying, I'm intending to reread Gabriel's Inferno, just before part three, although I also want to read Artful Lies again as Jody Ellen Malthus' new book comes out this week. I'm currently on the Fixed series by Laura Lynn Page. All of these are books that I want to read, Annabelle, so I'm glad you're noting them. I saw that Gems book's coming out, um, and I need to read that series as well as uh, Fixed. And I think um, I also saw one of my other faves is Helena Hunting, and I think she has a new book out as well. So mm. lots yes. of book goodness around my birthday. And thank you all for the lovely birthday wishes. I appreciate it very much. I'm kind of in shock, though, that it actually is my birthday. Um, this year, as you know, has been such a time warp. <laughs> and <laughs> yes, if you ever saw Rocky Horror now, the, the song is in your head, and you're welcome. You're welcome, yes. You're here and, for the day. But it's also, in our part of the country, it's been unseasonably warm. Um, so I'm love really loving the fact that it'll probably be high 60s or 70 degrees uh, Fahrenheit, which is beautiful warm temperature for my birthday. Um, that doesn't always happen, so... 
Well, um, I, but I, it doesn't it doesn't help me think that it's November because I'm not cold, and well, usually I'm cold in November. <laughs> in Point Pleasant Beach, New Jersey, my friend Jack from WJAK, which is a mm-hmm. his quote unquote Facebook radio station, um, has uh, told us that it's going to be 80 there today. And, wow! Uh, yeah, and also, well, heck, I should go to the beach. Then. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> also, the town that I always used to go to in the summertime, Avalon, apparently has a whale stranded on a sandbar. Mm. So, oh my gosh, I I went to Avalon when I was a kid too. Oh, yeah. yeah so, hopefully, hopefully they'll it'll, be able to it'll get help. going. Also, yes, and- Ra- Raul Bova, thank you, Kenzie, and thank you, IMDb. Uh, is uh, was the Guy who played Marcello in Under a Tuscan Sun. Mm, that'd be and, great. And, and you know he he is Roman. Well, there you go. Yeah, so it would work. It would be fun. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. I oh, I just I would love to see that book come to screen. Oh, it would be fun. It was a fun book to read. I do remember. Mm-hmm. That. Um, it's like taking a vacation. Absolutely. We always mm-hmm. and it's always good to take vacations. Yes. And as Betty, as Betty says, today feels like spring. It does. It does. And I think that's good. Mm -hmm. Springtime of America. Springtime in the Rockies. It's the, uh, there you go. uh, If you go onto my Twitter feed under Pam Lingworthy, you'll see that they're dancing in the streets in Philadelphia, doing the electric slide and whatever else. It's a lot of fun. (laughs) 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 What can I tell you? (laughs) <laughs> I think it's fun. I was down that uh, way yesterday, and then I, I couldn't get near the street because I was in a car. But that's that's another that's another story in and of itself. Well, I, I saw that you were on the the prowl at the diner. Yes, look looking for Jack. Looking for uh, <laughs> yep, looking for Jack Mitchell. Uh, if as you know in the book, Jack Mitchell from the series goes to a, a diner called the Melrose Diner. Yep. And that's where he meets Tom a lot, and he meets. Uh, I think he uh, further in this further along, he even meets Gabriel there at least once. But uh, Jack Mitchell's hangout is Melrose, and I was there yesterday, and it had just opened up to the public again after being shut down uh, since March, except for takeout. So it was a lot of fun to be able to go there. Any, I love that. Yeah, I love that, uh, and. Um, Betty noted that dancing is better than stressing out, which is true. That's true. And Claudia is telling us that it's also springtime in Italy, although <laughs> they are technically in the, the winter, in the cold months. So I no, guess it's the same type of weather that we are having. Um, but there's no global warming. <laughs> no. Betty asked if uh, you made him sign an NDA, Pam. Well... <laughs> If he was oh there, when gosh. I talked to the waitress, I said, is Jack Mitchell around anywhere? And she's just, she gave me a side eye and like, you know, held her finger up to her mask and said, just shook her head. <laughs> oh my gosh. That so, is yes, so, yes. so funny. Yes. So Claudia just asked, how are things going with the election in the U.S.? Um, we are still in the process of counting votes. Yeah. Um, the trends make it appear as if Joe Biden will be the president-elect. The mm-hmm. go, It appears that he is winning, mm-hmm. um, but they are being very careful and counting every vote. Every vote. 
as some as you, some of you know, I used to work at the Pennsylvania Department of State, which administers the elections in the state. And so I have friends who are in the midst of this uh, very, very important uh, counting. Um, the counties, which are the small municipalities that make up the, the state government, each county counts its own votes. So as Pam mentioned, um, Philadelphia mm -hmm. County, since it's a huge, huge city, has, you know, hundreds of thousands of millions of <laughs> votes to count. Um, so, and there's millions of votes to count statewide. Yeah. So they're still in the final stages of going through. And um, I, I can speak for Pennsylvania. This is the first time that we've ever done voting by mail. And it was basically started because of, uh, you know, out of safety for, for from COVID. And well, actually, Pam, I can even tell you it was passed into law before COVID. Oh, was this it? Was, I didn't voting by that. mail was one of, they did this whole election reform package um, uh, to get new voting systems in place. Mm -hmm. um, and it was passed into law last year before COVID. Wow. Um, they've been looking and talking about adding the no, no excuse absentee ballots, which is what they're called. Mm -hmm. um, because people who were absentee could vote by mail, but no one else could. Um, they've been talking about that since I worked there and that was wow. back, you know, 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. So, um, that this has been a discussion point because uh, many other states allowed people to vote by mail because it's a very safe, secure way to vote. Yeah, I mean, Oregon's um, done it for years. Colorado's done it for years. Right. Hawaii, mm -hmm. you know. So um, it's um, so we're hopeful to hear in the next few days. Um, I know other states are counting and getting all the final results in. Um, mm -hmm. Results are never official on election night. There are always more votes coming in from overseas and military voters that are not counted that initial election night because they're not in house yet. So that's always a percentage of the vote that you see, but usually it's a wide enough margin that people can tell whether or not they, um, the one person will win over the other. It, it has to do with uh, kind of figuring out mathematically mm -hmm. how many more ballots they're expecting to come in. And if one person has many more votes than that number, then they know that person will prob likely be the winner. And it seems like that's the case um, in this instance for um, Vice President Biden. Mm -hmm. so, so it is a little bit complicated. And for Pennsylvanians this year, they were our state legislature decreed that they weren't allowed to start the count until the polls closed on Tuesday. <laughs> Yes. So, so and, that and, uh, doesn't help. There's usually lawsuits and litigation around close elections, too. To, so um, to have certain votes looked at to make sure everything's counted accurately, et cetera. So um, but I can assure you, since I actually worked in the system, that there are so many protocols in place. There are so many um, security measures, not just with computers and electronic but physical security measures in place. This is not an easy thing to do. And I have to commend whoever came up with the idea of, of streaming the counting and canvassing of votes for the city of Philadelphia, the county of Philadelphia. You get the biggest props of all because you can literally go online for many them. places and watch them as they're processing these All votes. over the world. 
It's unbelievable. That. And that's full transparency and that's how it should be. So, um, yeah, I, I'm loving Betty. Betty said, I have the feeling the count of Sesame Street would count those ballots a lot quicker. <laughs> I think so. And uh, yes, Annabelle is saying it's a complex system. It is. Um, and the other thing that makes it complex is each county can choose from a certified safe list of voting systems. So what mm -hmm. the way I vote in Pennsylvania, in Harrisburg might be very different than the way Pam votes in Philly or Ashley votes in her um, voting poll. And I love that because mm -hmm. that makes the system even more secure. It's not like one way to vote and that's it. Yeah. Everyone and, has and a actually, slightly different way. And, and it's local control and that's a lot of what our state government is about. True. And um, so, the, so, so, so <laughs> Samia says, y'all need help with the math. <laughs> 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 That's all right. Uh, Betty feels like like Kenzie. I, I was told there was no math this morning, <laughs> and I love it. And it's like morning. Anything going on lately? Nah, nothing, nothing. So anyway. <laughs> And, and Franco noted, I believe you had record votes this year, so that's something we good. Did. So many people don't vote, and then they are the loudest to complain. Franca, you are singing my song. Yes, mm -hmm. I, I. so many people. Um, it's And it is a record number. Right now, I think um, Biden looks like it, he uh, nationwide is at 74 million, and Trump is at 70 million. Mm -hmm. um, that's huge. That is huge. Those are the top two vote getters of any vote. Any this, the, there were so many people voting this year that both of them have more votes than anyone else ever got before. So that's it's that's exciting. Um, and Betty says, "I feel like Kenzie. I was told there would be no math this morning. I'm not doing any of the calculations, lady. No, nope. I'm just saying. I ran out of fingers." <laughs> And Kenzie said they're being vigilant with counting and making sure every vote is counted. Mm -hmm. It doesn't help someone screaming fraud every minute and trying to make them stop. <laughs> yes, Franca, more people have voted for Biden than any other president in history. That it is true. true. Um, we do have a, a complex voting system, though. So just a popular vote win does not mean you're a president. That's we true. have a process in place called the Electoral College, and you have to have a number of votes, you have to reach the number 270 mm -hmm. in that electoral college process to become president. So I won't do any more math for you. Exactly. I just wanted to say just because you win the popular vote um, doesn't mean the person becomes president. That's true. Look at Hillary Clinton last time. Anyway. <laughs> That's right. And Kenzie's been doing more math this week than she has in a long time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's I, so good to see you guys it's good week. to laugh about it's a I long feel week like it's been election night for you know it's just been an ongoing election night in my mm -hmm. household we've been watching cnn and the news outlets um i flipped around to msnbc and fox just to see how different news um programs places cover it mm -hmm. um so it's and just trying to keep track of what the latest is and it's interesting. So, so it, it's it fun. Is. It's fun watching. Um, just don't go to RT because then you'll really get screwed up. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. Um, so there are a couple more announcements from SR. Yes. Uh, speaking of RT, <laughs> the, <laughs> the re-release of the Gabriel series in Russian will be happening very soon. He said. 
And on uh, as we approach the release of part three of Gables Inferno, I think I'll be hosting a watch party. So stay tuned. Oh, that will be fun. That would be fun. And also, he's looking forward to joining our podcast on on the twenty uh, first. That's just two weeks, folks. I know. Just two weeks. I know. And as Betty says, if we're going nuts right now, imagine what will be like when Gabriel's Rapture is filmed and oh, we have to joy. wait for the release day. Oh, that's oh going to be torturous. I wonder what my poor friend Marlene's going to be doing till then. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm laughing, too, because Lauren said I saw a meme the other day that said, the year that brought us April for six months in a row now presents Tuesday part four. <laughs> yes. yes. I saw that. I laughed so hard because that's how it feels. And I also think that's why I'm not thinking today's my birthday because election day is not over. <laughs> and I really wasn't focusing on anything and except all she, the election. And all, all uh, Leslie wants for a birthday is a new president. <laughs> <laughs> you think you can arrange for that? <laughs> it would be nice. It would be nice. It would be. So. It would be. So, and um, <laughs> Kenzie says, no, this is definitely worse. At least we'll be able to enjoy part one while we wait. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. True. I know. And Annabelle, I feel the same way. I can't believe in two weeks that we will have seen the film and be chatting with SR right as during this time. Mm-hmm. The teasers <laughs> have done a good job of heightening the anticipation. And um... <laughs> <laughs> yes, Walter. I, I am in the kitchen podcast doing the podcast and Walter does not like to be in the kitchen at this time of the morning. And he's demanding that I go upstairs. And did you see what Kenzie wrote? Yes, I did. Shut the bleep up, Walter. What's funny is I actually hear Kenzie saying that in my head because yes, because sometimes she says, we'll chat with, with Pam and Kenzie. And, and we'll start. hear her say it because Walter starts starts barking. It's so funny. Walter Boo Boo is a very demanding little boy. Anyway. Yes, yes. And and as Kenzie noted, um, it's been uh, almost. It'll be almost a year, a, to a year ago in a couple weeks that we had our first set visit. That's true. That's um, true. And, and thank and- you, Monica, for those greetings. Anyhow. Oh my gosh. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Franca, Franca says she's going to be a hermit on November 19th. She hasn't watched part one and two for the past month so that she can watch all three parts in one big marathon. Oh, so please don't wonderful. call me that day. <laughs> I love that idea, Franca. I've been thinking about trying to do that. <clears throat> that would be really, really fun. And Annabelle says, good plan, Franca. I've booked two weeks off work to eat, sleep, watch, repeat. <laughs> and That's yes, a good Betty, thing. Gabriel knows the fandom is in need of some release. Yes, and I do believe that is going to be uh, happening. There's mm-hmm. going to be a collective release among the fandom. Oh, I'm sure there is When we well. see part three. Good mm-hmm. Lord. It's going to be a hot one. That'll it be an is. NSFW part. Uh, it's going to be beautiful. I just, I can't wait. It's such a beautifully shot production and beautifully acted all the good things. Um, Mm -hmm. And it has been a while since I've seen it. Um, And Ashley said, that's my doing for my camping trip on the 19th, binge watching all three movies. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. It's going to be the best kind of hangover. I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Gabriel hangover. 
And speaking of Gabriel, uh-huh. he's going to be hungover we... for a few days. <laughs> I, know. I know. We just need we need a little more Gabriel in our in our life. That's true. Um, I have not. I actually haven't watched that since the week part two came out, which I know is kind of shocking. Oh my goodness. Um, and yes, Annette says between part three release and Thanksgiving, she's hanging on by a thread. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Franca. I wonder why. I don't. She I haven't had a problem going, with it. I'm not sure why. Hmm. Well, you know what? I do realize I was moving my mic. That probably was doing it. I'll try to be very still. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and Betty can already hear Monica from Friends. <laughs> there you go. Seven, seven, seven. Um. Um. Thank you for the sound check, ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, and since it's November 7th, I think of no better way to celebrate my birthday than to talk about Chapter 7 on <clears throat> November 7th. Um, 7 is your lucky number. 7, well, 711, that's my birthday, right? 11 7, 7 11. I should have been born in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but but truly, um, thirteen tends to be my lucky number. Okay. So those are the three. Those seven. I do have a lot of sevens in my life and elevens as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure someone out there who knows numerology can tell me all about that, but I, I don't. But I, they do kind of pop up in my. Well, maybe my life. Walter would be able to tell you if he would stop barking. <clears throat> <laughs> Walter wants to participate. He He's does. wishing me happy birthday. So thank you, Walter Boo Boo. Yes. <laughs> Ashley said the teasers um, have keep for part three are killing her, leaving her wanting more. I think that's their point. Um, Claudia mm-hmm. says, I think Julio's, Melanie's, and SR's Instagram will be overwhelmed by post after November 19th. Claudia, I agree completely. Mm-hmm. And yes, 7-7 seven, seven here. And that says, that's right. And that's a July 7th, baby. Mm-hmm. Um well, let me, let me put it to you all this way. You've been reliving my <laughs> birthday since April, so <laughs> every <Yeah>. day. <laughs> Hopefully oh it'll gosh. change soon. Hopefully, yes. <laughs> yes. And so. as uh, lucky number seven, yes, and I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ashley notes the chapter is short but adorable, Daddy Gabriel to the rescue, which mm-hmm. is, is true. And I love the fact that Lori um, says it's such a polite bark. <laughs> see he's, walter boo boo he's trying to keep it on the down low you know he low volume. is he is and and we're gonna um you know as we start chapter seven um it really it really i think was such a sweet um i i this this whole book is just sweet is one of the words that comes to mind when i read the book it just is such a beautiful um reminder of how things um how far they've come in the relationship and how beautiful having a newborn um come into the family is mm-hmm. and what a precious time of life that is um as ba- as gabriel uh, betty says gabriel's an adorable daddy is adorable as a daddy and i agree another yes, reason yes. why we wanted to have this book um made into a film because I think watching that on screen would be lovely to see and watching Julio as Gabriel portray this would be beautiful because he has such a, a wonderful, um, 
just a wonderful way with children. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that would really translate well um, through his acting. Um, so it would be great. And and I have to note that Kenzie loudly disagrees with uh, Lori's assessment of Walter Boo's polite bark. <laughs> <laughs> and Claudia says, Daddy, I want you to sing Baby Shark. Yeah, Baby Shark is good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He already has that down. I'm sure. Uh-huh. Franca says, can you imagine how beautiful Julia will look with a baby in his arms if they film Promise? Mm. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, good Lord, <laughs> Julio. Annette says, that's right. And Gabriel's Promise. Um, we need Gabriel's Promise movie more and more. I think so, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're going to hopefully hopefully we can uh, have Passion Flicks agree with that. I know they're just right now focusing on their new productions um, mm-hmm. as they hope to get filming in for the rest of the Gabriel series. So it'll be good. Yeah, so, because I know, and they're also, I found out last night, they are including founding members set visits and you have to be tested with 48 hours before you go, go and you have to have the uh, proof of the, you know, a negative test for COVID. Oh, that's great news. And Yeah, and they're only allowing three people at a time on the set. So oh my any gosh. founding members out there, just an FYI. So now I really want to go to Florida so I can go see the new Colton in action on set and driven. Well, that would be very nice, except you, you're, you're only given a short, like, yeah. a short notice, like maybe three days. Yeah. So you can go get your test, get the negative result, and go on your merry way. Yeah, that's that's a that's a that's an aggressive timetable. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, just yeah. a little bit. So, anyway, so we got anyway. I, go, Gabe, I was Daddy just Gabriel, about, Daddy Gabriel, Chapter Seven begins with infants crying in his sleep, and he hears the cry, and he's kind of a little disoriented, and it took him a bit for Gabriel to wake up because. It was almost kind of like, what's going on? And he's like, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, right there. There's a, All those have a baby joyful wake-ups when the baby is crying, yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So it took a bit for him to wake up, but um, he did, of course. And he, it was kind of just disorienting and kind of tough to wake up like that. And mm-hmm. Julia rolled over trying to get to her phone. Is it time... She said, and he, he said, and Julia was like, no, it's, it's not time um, for the feeding. So Gabriel just said, he's up and she should just rest and go back to sleep. And again, I love how he's being such a, such an active, kind, uh, thoughtful. And yes, Betty, Betty noted this. I love that he didn't wake Julia. That was very thoughtful mm-hmm. of him. Um, and it's it's uh so they got up and he he went to the playpen picked up little claire and took her into the nursery and julia was just grateful and pulled the colors the covers over her head i mean she was exhausted Mm -hmm. and i think uh gabriel also knew that inherently as the asphalt notes gabriel's an awesome daddy and loving husband daddy is so we asked SR, was Julia checking the time on her phone or was she using an app? And uh, 
SR said, I think Gabriel found an app for her that assisted her. So, I, you know, there's so many apps for everything right now. I was curious if uh, she was just looking at the time or if, if she was using something saying when the next, uh, reminding her of when the next uh, feeding would be. So Gabriel carried Claire holding her against his bare chest. And you can imagine this, right? You can imagine seeing this um, in front of, you know, on the screen. Her crying quieted a bit. He murmured and jostled her gently in his arms. He had yet to distinguish her cries because they all sounded the same to him. And, and that's true when you're bringing a newborn home. You don't know what they're telling you because mm -hmm. that's their only way of, of communicating. And um, Ashley says, of course, Gabriel finds something to help his precious Julia. Yes, of course, he would find an app, right? Of course. And... Kenzie noted, Julia is a very beautiful aura, and when you meet him, you can feel that. He loves life and exudes warmth and kindness. I'm happy that he is happy, and which is true. Betty's surprised he's not using Surrey or Alexa. <laughs> yes. And Annabelle says, I think there is a reference to an app which reminds her of feeding times um, and when to, to swap the baby over. Yes. Yeah, I know that um, there's something, because I've, I've, I know of people that have gotten stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How did we ever ever uh, manage before technology? Be, be, before technology, <laughs> I know. Uh, so um. you can see them, him cradling her, and um, he figured, well, let me see if she needs change. So he placed her on the changing table and swaddled her. Um, as he removed her sleeper, she cried even louder, of course, because she's cold. Her diaper was wet, but she continued to cry even after he cleaned her up and put on a dry diaper. Um, <laughs> yes, Claudia, I agree. I imagine Gabriel very well with the baby on his chest. Mm -hmm. Yes. With the tattoo. Oh, oh my yes. gosh. Um, so we asked SR, um, as, as Gabriel seems to be proficient with, uh, getting the, the baby um, changed and putting some clothes on. At this point, had Gabriel been exposed to caring for newborns? Um, did he encounter them at the orphanage, or did he interact with Tommy much? And SR said, I don't think Gabriel had any experience with newborns, which is probably why everything was so new to him. However, like any good professor, he did his research and bought a book. <laughs> <laughs> of course he did. Yes, and, and I'm laughing because uh, I just saw Annabelle's comment um, asking if Pam's Christmas clock is out of sync now with the yes, time it is. changes. Yes, it is. I think it'll be going off in about 10 minutes. Sorry, no halftime show. It's, 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 it's a quarter, it's, three quarter time show. <laughs> and Claudia said she didn't need a nap um, in 1996 when she had her child. And Kenzie knows Gabriel's very sweet and thoughtful. Yes, he is. Um, and and Franca was thinking the exact same thing about Pam's clock. She was looking forward to it. <laughs> Don't worry, it'll be like I said. It's uh, it, well, it's less than ten minutes now. So. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it'll be a surprise. And Betty's surprised that Gabriel just didn't go to YouTube and. Uh, look things up but wouldn't that be pedestrian of that him, would be very Betty. pedestrian of him you know <laughs> everybody should. goes through a goes to a video but you know, reading a book is so much more <laughs> exactly <laughs> so. 
So while he's he's he starts singing to her. Yeah, like you you know, you're gently rocking the baby and you're singing and whatever and she's still crying but and he's like, you know, well my singing's not that bad <laughs> and he was saying when he he was singing You Are My Sunshine and when he ran out of verses he would, you know, he would make them up. And it's funny because when when I saw that response from him, I I emailed SR and I said, you know, when I was when my son was a baby I used to do that, sing that song to him too, and I made up all kinds of verses. <laughs> and and then when he got to be a toddler, I was always told to shut up. But anyway, um, he sang more loudly, swinging and dancing around the nursery, and and uh, he was uh, about to take her to go to Julianne for feeding. But you know, he placed his hand on her head, and all of a sudden she stopped, stopped crying. So that, you know, he's not trying to tempt fate because every time he would remove his hand, she would start crying again. So he found that in his sleep-deprived vein that maybe the babe, maybe Claire was cold. So he'd gone over and they'd given him a little cap for the baby that, he, you know, a lavender cap that they brought, home, brought her home in and he put it on her head and she was fine. So we asked SR if... Uh, he had a bass or a baritone singing voice, Gabriel. And he said he she said he's a baritone. And then uh, we also asked if uh, Gabriel could carry a, a tune. So actually, the professor answered this one. <laughs> he's offended by the question. <laughs> of course I can carry a tune. <laughs> I can just imagine Gabriel doing that, too. And then... Uh, the the cap uh, that the key to quiet and clear is or was it hearing his heartbeat, and Asar thinks it was probably both. Um, when Claire moved a bit, her she when closed her eyes, and uh, she as she rested her head on Gabriel's chest, he kept swaying, but got a little worried that if he took her back to the plate pen, she would wake up. And he knew she would need a feeding soon, but she wanted to give Julianne a break as much as possible. Again, so mm -hmm. kind and mm -hmm. so considerate. So he kind of dims the light in the nursery, sits in their chair and puts her feet up. I wonder if it was a rocker or a gliding chair. They usually, Maybe. They usually help. Yeah, any kind of motion. Right. Um, and I, I'm looking at some of the comments in the chat room. Betty says, now I really want to hear Gabriel sing. <laughs> and Claudia said, what a wonderful song, which is true. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, Fra Franca, in terms of the Wikipedia uh, of the YouTube reference, says, as long as Gabriel didn't go to Wikipedia, you, uh, because, you know, he's not keen on w Wikipedia, which is good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and... Um, Betty's wondering if he is good, bad, or really good after a few shots of tequila in terms of his singing ability. Mm -hmm. And she said, the other day I was at a store and I saw a baby's hat with a little carrot. And she said, if I could, I would mail that hat to the baby Claire. Hashtag Team Paul. <laughs> a little carrot hat for the rabbit baby. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, my Lord and everything. Yeah, it would be fun to hear Gabriel sing, wouldn't it? It would be. It would be. 
I would love that. It would be so sweet. Oh, it would be awesome. So that you know, but yeah, the you 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 are my sunshine was always like I, it's just so easy to remember. <laughs> I, you know, it was, and that's one of the songs my um, I sang as well to my kids. They um, just adored. Mm-hmm. Adored that song. There's so many good things um, from that. And and Franca, I'm laughing. Uh, she said, "I'm surprised Gabriel allowed Claire to wear the hospital cap and not a baby Gap designer." Oh, <laughs> baby Gap? Heck, you'd go to Bun with Teller, whatever for. Yeah. If Bun with I don't even know if Bun with Teller exists anymore. <laughs> My I'm sister's in the kitchen and she just gave me the side eye. Like, what the hell? Are you, are you crazy? <laughs> yeah. and, and Ashley, Ashley right, says Julia can sing. I can just picture him singing "You Are in My Sunshine" in my head. I know. I love that visual. Yeah. I can imagine that too. And I knew he'd be a baritone, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You just, I just knew. Um. Love, love it. Mm-hmm. Just love it. Prada Franca is what Annabelle said. Yeah, yes, <laughs> Prada. Prada. And Claudia and says, Franca, he can't control it. The nurses come er- <laughs> come earlier. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, Prada stores are all over. Florence says with Stella McCartney and Salvador Ferragamo and all those great places. All every, the great designers. Yeah, and I think every on every block in Florence, there's a designer store. At least three of them on every mm-hmm. every little street. So it makes it fun. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, I think um, that this chapter really is another good continuation of the theme of the protector. Mm-hmm. Um, it it epitomizes his promise to take care of all of the um, all of his loved ones. That's true. And I I, I just the that thematic uh, consistency I think is really um, just beautifully demonstrated in this and and his love for Julia. I mean, mm-hmm. he wants to make sure she's okay and cares for her. Mm-hmm. And Annette said, Annette, I felt the same way. She said, wow, this book brought me back to when I had my littlest guy. Mm. It does. I mean, it really captures how things are at that um, when you first bring a child home. Well, it's one of, really you know, remarkable. And one of the nice things that Gabriel says is when he's holding the baby on his chest and she's falling asleep. He says, you know, um, he has no idea what he's doing but he promises he'll get better. Right. Right. Which, and I, which, you I, know, I love that. That's think, how you are. <laughs> oh yeah. I can remember the first night being home and holding Patrick and just sitting there and going, Oh, hey, wait a minute. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. That's right. <laughs> Three quarters <laughs> of the way through. Anyway, um, but, uh, you know, just holding Patrick and just sitting there and, like, you know, worried about what the hell I was doing to begin with and then having to, uh, you know, getting it all together. So <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's, <laughs> it's Christmas in November. Absolutely. It's not that far away. 
Exactly. Yes, Lori says it's 47 minutes now um, mm -hmm. into the show is yes. what happens. I'll have to um, see if I can, uh, can you know, push that ahead a few uh, 15 minutes. We, we might need it back to being the halftime show. <laughs> and Franca, mm -hmm. no, I cannot believe it is only seven weeks to Christmas. That's not registering my brain because it's no. still part five or part four of Election Day in America. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and, and probably Christmas at Christmas time, time, it'll be part 25. Right. I'm laughing. Um, I, I was looking back in some of the chats, um, chat box comments and um, it, Betty said it was unfortunate that Morgan um, wasn't around to sing the song in the audiobook. That would have been nice to hear. Yeah. Um, and yes. And Kenzie noted that she misses John, which is uh, John Morgan, who did the um, the work for the first um, Gabriel books, mm -hmm. um, who had passed from, uh, a battle with cancer and, uh, what a beautiful talent he was. I agree, Betty, that would have been beautiful. Um, and, <laughs> and Annette had said about, um, you know, reflecting back, um, without the help now for nighttime feedings. Yes. Cause those were rough. <laughs> and Betty said it brought reading this chapter brought back what memories of her blessedness as well when that uh, not so little guy now uh, just was first home mm -hmm. um, beautiful and uh, Claudia said Betty Matthew Barber sang you and me mm -hmm. so that true and having that could be another nice uh, song that could continue on well, you know, maybe at some point in time he will do that. I know. I know. It would be it would be beautiful. That would be a great thing to include. Yeah. Um I also wanted to note as we're um in the the last couple minutes of the podcast, uh mm -hmm. I saw Franca posted earlier and I wanted to share um that she watched an Italian TV chat show called Verissimo with Julio the other day. Um, and she said, Julio is just the most passionate, genuine, humble person. So I can only imagine Franca. Um, he really truly is, mm -hmm. um, from having that experience, um, on set last year, just a beautiful soul. And I'm glad you got to catch that. Betty wants to know what Paul would sing to his babies. And I'm saying, Tiki, I was just thinking about that. And I'm, you know, Maybe the farmer in the dell. <laughs> I was just thinking that. The farmer in the, the dell. The farmer in the dell. I hold the dairy. I hold the dairy. The farmer in the dell. <laughs> <laughs> or old McDonald's. For, yes, yes. Uh, oh my I love gosh. it. Formulated, I love it. Formulated humor. <laughs> I was trying to think if there are any other cow related songs. Oh yes, Monica said the same old McDonald had a farm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what that would be really cute. That really would be cute. Annabelle was also saying that after she had seen uh Julio in a show who uh each she said she cried when he showed such sympathy to the interviewer who had recently lost her mom. Yeah. You know, I, he, I believe he is a very uh, caring, emotional type person as, as opposed to, uh, 
he's got a lot of empathy, I think, is what I'm trying to say. Right. And knowing what it's like, because he, I think it was this time last year, he lost his grandmother, his Nona. So. Oh my gosh, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, and uh, Kenzie said there was lots of good bits from that interview. Um, <laughs> no little bunny fofo Paul would sing to his babies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, that, yeah, with the fingers and oh, go. Oh, the bunny songs, bunny too. Yeah, yeah, little go, bunny yes. foo-foo, walking yeah, through the forest. Da, 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 Raffi's starting to play in my brain, and it's getting me crazy already. I thought Baby Shark would have done it. Claudia's suggestion. Run, rabbit, run. No, Baby Shark, fortunately... Isabella's too old for Baby Shark. And mm-hmm. Sarah, who loves Baby Shark, they had to turn off their Alexa because she was going, Baby Shark, Baby Shark, so it would constantly play. <laughs> <laughs> that's, oh my gosh, I can only imagine because that song does mm-hmm. stick in your head. Mm-hmm. It really does. <laughs> and Claudia wants the titles of these songs. <laughs> Um, okay, so what would they be? Old McDonald? Old McDonald, yes, is one. And uh, the former um, Nadell is the other. And, of course, Baby Shark. Okay, I, I put some of them in the um, mm-hmm. chat box. And, yes, Ashley, now she needs to get these baby songs out of her head, <laughs> which is funny. And Annette says, I feel like a mom failure. Didn't anyone else sing Queen songs to their kids? <laughs> <laughs> I probably did, Annette. I sang pretty much anything to them. I well, love yeah, it. You know, um, I was I, I, I used to sing a lot of Pete Seeger to Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> and Lori's saying we're going to have several of these songs stuck in our heads today. Yes. Yes, it's true. It is true. Although, and, just, just, you know, if anybody's interested... There's a very good, um, I, I tweeted this out also earlier this morning, a very good uh, video of Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh. <laughs> with, uh, uh, with Donald Trump saying, I will not go. <laughs> and Vladimir Putin playing the piano. Oh, my gosh. That's... So, Anyway, I'm sorry. I shouldn't get too political on that. Yes. <laughs> but it was funny. <laughs> so, well, I think I think satire is safe for both, you know, okay. any any time. Mm-hmm. I think that's okay. It is a satire. But we are, you know, we are trying uh, not to be a... Monica wants to gift, uh, told Claudia she would gift Topo Gigio. Oh. I can remember, oh my Lord in heaven, Topo Gigio was on right before the Beatles came on Ed Sullivan that night. Because uh, I used to like to watch Topo Gigio. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Was, uh, yeah. I love sharing whatever other songs you have. Um, from, from, <laughs> put them in the chat box. Absolutely. Claudia sang Blackbird to her son. Oh, That's a beautiful I love that song. song. And Franca's going to have to Betty go. Betty also sang Beatles to her blessedness 2.0. Yeah. Uh, bye, Franca. Bye, Franca. Have a great day. And uh, Leslie, she wants to make sure that you enjoy your birthday. And uh, hope we get a new president <laughs> soon. 
Thank you. Keeping my fingers <laughs> crossed. Maybe we'll go dance. The other thing they were doing dancing yesterday in front of uh, the Count the Vote group was uh, YMCA. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyhow, and I can do it, you know, do the whole letters and be like the uh, groundskeepers at Yankee Stadium at the seventh inning. And they walk <laughs> around and uh, do that song as they, you know, do the track of the field. So, anyway. And Claudia had asked if uh, Topa um, Gigio was. Um, Famous in the USA. I don't know if I'd say it's famous, but I do know people know it. I've heard of Topo. Gigio, I, I but think, you, I, you I remember. Actually, I actually remember him well because I, they used remember to, Topo. They had yeah. him on um, Ed Sullivan, and Ed Sullivan was every Sunday night for as long as I can remember growing up. It was on usually after Lassie, <laughs> and uh, which I always cried for at the end, and then uh, according to my mother, anyway. Um, but yeah, I remember him come, being on there when, you know, <laughs> and there was Kukla, Fran and Ollie who were from actually, I think from Canada. I remember that. I remember Kukla, Fran and Ollie. And then there was an, another Canadian trio that did the elephant song. Mm. I forget what their names were. They were, when Patrick was growing up, I used to watch them a lot with him because he liked that show. So, yeah. And Annette said she used to sing Angel by Robbie Williams to her oldest. He'd Aww. always say at bedtime, Mommy sings the angel song. Mommy Aww. sing the angel song. That's so sweet. And Annabelle said that, Annette, that's really sweet. The song is iconic. Mm -hmm. I love I Just beautiful memories, right? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. And yes, Annabelle, I hope to have chocolate cake for my birthday. Uh, <laughs> it would be better <laughs> if Gabriel was feeding it to me, but... <laughs> well... <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to get too personal, but maybe Abe would be. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, we might, that might be able to be uh, arranged. arranged. <laughs> um, and thank you, Claudia. A virtual chocolate uh, cake to Leslie from Gabriel. Thank you. Uh, it is funny because as you're saying that, I was sitting here having um, a dark chocolate Tim Tam um, with my coffee. Oh, nice. <laughs> Were you doing so, the Tim Tam Slam? Where's Susie when we need her? <laughs> I don't know, but I, I found the Tim Tams at one of my grocery stores, and yeah, they were yeah, on a yeah. discounted rate, and I bought, like, two two sleeves of them, and I should go back and buy more because uh -huh, they, they, they were, like, half price of what they usually are. So any, I, 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 yeah. I wanted to stockpile the, the Tim Tams. Well, for us non-Australians, the Tim Tam Slam is you take a, a bite off the end of the cookie and then you put it in your coffee and you suck the coffee through it. I heard, I remember she talked about it. I couldn't remember what it was. No, I, that's not my, I, I, I like to eat my... Oh, I, I do like too, to but it's fun. It was, from my uh, from my beverage. It's fun to try every now and then. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so. <laughs> Anyway. Another chapter for your book, Pam? <laughs> I've d I, I, told, I think I told Kenzie this the other night. I said, it's not going to be a biography. It's going to be a memoir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> and I, I love to Ashley noted that she's going to sing Josh Grobe into her future babies. That'll nice. be beautiful. Nice. Um, <laughs> Claudia says, I've shown my husband, uh, it to my husband, how to eat a piece of cake. He's Italian. 
but it is not Julio. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Claudia. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. I love it. (laughs) Yes, yes. uh, Annabelle said, that's just wrong, Leslie. Biscuit dunking. Oh, I know. I feel the same way. And I live with people who are dunkers. It's just not me. It's just not my thing. I'm not a big cookie dunker. I like I like or biscuit dunker. Yes, I, I, I like my cookies and I, I like my beverages. I don't usually like to mix them together. No. Although I will I, dunk I will dunk bread in olive oil. I will dunk bread, you know, um, you know, I will dunk a sauce with mm-hmm. a, with a, something like chips and salsa, right? Or mm-hmm. chips and guacamole. Mm-hmm. But um But no. never double dip. Not <laughs> that's right. It's a sign for Anyway. anyway. <laughs> yes, Annabelle, I agree with you. She can't cope with it. All the crumbs. <laughs> All the crumbs come right into the drink. I know. I know. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. Everybody has their thing. They do. They do. So, so anyway, so next <laughs> week, um, I we're going we were supposed to have Nina this week and with her being in the hospital and now with her father passing away, um, we're hoping to have her next week, but we'll we'll see how she she feels about that. right well so. we will keep you posted on that um because obviously we were going to celebrate her new book um coming out mm-hmm. um from hope lake with love um so we will hopefully have her next week and if she's feeling up to it yep. um or if she doesn't have another conflict uh she had in- indicated that next week should be fine earlier in the week before um, before we found the- out about her dad yeah. So. so we'll keep you posted. If we'll not, keep... it'll probably be the week after um, SR mm-hmm. joins us. Or maybe this could be a December, um, one of our December guests. You never know. Oh, my you gosh. Can I, I can't even believe I uttered that word. December. That's I know. Happening. I know. I know what it is. So, and yeah, definitely keep up Nina and her family in your prayers. And, uh, you know, I hope her health gets better and, you know, it, they can go through this transition without her dad carefully and peacefully. So, I know, I know. So in order to sign us off for today, I'm, I am putting out, a, I, I, we are, we're listening to business time by Flight of the Concords, and maybe the chocolate cake and Abe will give you a hint <laughs> for your birthday. <laughs> anyway, keep my mouth, stop him. Anyway, <laughs> you have a great birthday and enjoy, and everybody, you have a great week, and we will see you all next week. Yes, yes, and take care, everybody. Thanks for the birthday wishes, and uh, look forward to having a wonderful, wonderful rest of the week. Please take care, and it's so good you were able to tag in KK. I didn't see you sneak in there. Yeah. Um, love to all of you guys. And hopefully a new president for Leslie's birthday. <laughs> yes, yes, that's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye, everyone. Have a good week. Take care. Thank you. When it's with me, girl, you only need two minutes because I'm so intense. You whisper something sexy like, is that it? I know what you're trying to say, girl. You're trying to say, oh, yeah, that's it. And you tell me you want some more. Well, uh, I'm not surprised. But 
I'm quite sleepy. 